welcome back. My name is Lynn Wilson and welcome back to Hope for Today. So, you know, it's been an interesting time in our lives, um, not only here where we are in our state, but around the world. And uh, I don't think I need to remind you that 2020 has brought to us a lot of change, a lot of differences, a lot of things to think about. Um, it's just brought to us a lot of things. And it's been interesting to talk to people and to get their perspective on what they feel that they've learned. And um, some people are angry, some people are confused, some people are numb. We joke um, where I work, sometimes we'll, you know, in talking to people, whether it's somebody at work or, you know, just people that we've talked to, just my coworkers and I will laugh and say, I, you know, I went out this weekend and I, I went somewhere and it's like people have COVID brain. Um, there's, there's nothing there or they, they don't know how to react to something anymore. And it, it's just been interesting. I, I guess I, um, I'm a thinker and I like to think about things and I like to analyze things and I like to process things and and I like to examine why things are the way they are and and what can I learn from those things and how can I do things better and was there something I missed in that and that's just the way my my brain works the way my wires are in my head and you know the other day I um we've had some illness going through our home for the past couple of weeks and, and I've had to be at home. And, and, uh, the one day I decided, I just really felt that the, the Lord tugging at my heart that it, Lynn, get up very early today. You need to be up very early. And I did that. I, I did what I, I knew that the Lord told me to do. And I got up and got myself some coffee and, you know, that everyone in the house was sleeping and it was nice and quiet and I was able to do my Bible reading and just have some real good quality time, just me and the Lord. And and it was really a, a few days that I can honestly say that I had that um, level of conversation with the Lord. And I like to pray out loud. I just find for me, it helps me stay focused and it helps me to hear what I'm praying for. Does that make sense to you guys? Um Sometimes when you pray silently, I, I find for myself, I, I, I tend to look around, I get distracted, I almost forget what I was saying. So in my quiet time, I, I was praying and, and I started to pray out loud. Everybody was sleeping, so and it was good. Nobody has to hear my prayers and I talk at a lower voice. And But I just, you know, me and the Lord, we just, he's my best friend. And I, I just chatted with him about what I was thinking and how I was feeling and praying for certain areas in my life. And my son had preached the Sunday before and uh, what he had preached on was something that was just very mind and thought provoking. And I had been, I wouldn't say struggling with it all week, but thinking through it all week and processing what he said. And what is it in that he preached that I needed to apply to my own life? And what was it the Lord trying to tell me specifically? So through all that, I was committing that to the Lord. And, and uh, you know, at the end of my prayer, I was just telling the Lord different things that I was grateful that he did throughout the last little while. And he's answered some prayer requests. He's moved things out of the way that, you know, things that I thought I was going to have to deal with, he moved out of the way. I didn't have to deal with it. 
Now you're all going to laugh at me and that's okay. But in the end of my prayer, I sat down and I said to the Lord, you know what? I don't know how many people have said this to you, but I need to say it. And I said, Lord, I want to thank you for allowing COVID to happen. Now I'm probably going to get some people saying, are you crazy? Are you absolutely crazy? Now, whether it's that or it's anything else in life, there's always something to be thankful for. And I just felt like I, I just felt so prompted that I needed to thank him for what he has allowed to happen. And I know that sounds really crazy, but you know, I go back to the verse in first Thessalonians 5.18 and it's plain and simple. And it says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And you know, one of the things I've learned this year, a lesson that I've learned is simplicity. I've always been a fairly simple person. I, I don't like complicated. Um, I hate reading directions. It annoys me. It's too complicated. Lessons have been learned by not reading the directions. There is a purpose in that. But I just like things simple. You know, I'll, I'll say to my kids or my husband, just just tell me the simple part of this. I, don't, don't make it complicated. Just tell me the plain and simple. Uh, I enjoy plain and simple meals and I enjoy in my home. I like things to be plain and simple, very practical and all those aspects of it. And I think that's one of the things that I've learned this year is simplicity and enjoying what is in simplicity. It doesn't have to be a wow factor. It doesn't have to be complicated. And I think over the years of being in ministry and serving people, whether it's at work or in my church or in my home, sometimes we want to do things big and we want to go out with a wow factor. And even sometimes I find myself when I'm studying the Bible or I'm sharing um, something, if I'm teaching a woman's group or a, I'm doing a devotion, sometimes we want to have that wow factor. And, you know, it has to be this wow moment. And we study a passage of scripture. And there is something to be said for that. Many times it's the whole passage that's needed. And other times I find that there's just a verse that's needed. And I have found for me this year in particular that that's all I've needed is a verse. I have found that on my daily basis, I need a verse. On my weekly basis, I need a verse. I need something simple that I can kind of hold on to and, and almost hold in the palm of my hand and not, sometimes I can't handle a whole passage. It's too much at one time. That That's not to say there's a time and place Absolutely, we need to study the whole word. And sometimes we need to break down a passage of scripture. And, and if you're going to study John, John 3.16 is the perfect one verse to have. But sometimes you need the whole passage of John to understand where the Lord was coming from. But, you know, I have something that I keep in my home. Maybe you can see that. And it says, in everything, give thanks. And I was talking this afternoon and we kind of had a family meeting with some stuff that's happening in our family and decisions we need to make. And, and my oldest son was over and I was telling him about my conversation. And I said to him, you know, I was thanking the Lord and I said, you're probably going to laugh at me and think I'm crazy. And in the end, he says, you know what, mom, you're not crazy. He said, because I've been saying the same thing. There are things that have happened over this past year 
that I can only thank the Lord that if circumstances had been any different, these things would not have happened. I want to just share that verse again with you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. You know, sometimes we read that over and, of course, you know, everything's good. I can say thank you. My husband was at the table with us and he brought up, the, again, simple. I like simple. Simple I can understand. Simple I can digest easy. Simple is practical. And when we woke up today, it was pouring rain. It was cold, dark, and dreary. And my husband said in his devotion this morning, he had to thank the Lord for the day that it was. He thanked the Lord that he gave him a new day. He thanked the Lord for his new mercies. He said, Lord, in spite of the fact that I might not like the dark and dreary, and I might not like the cold, and I might not like the rain, I want to thank you for that rain. The rain is needed. It is something that is needed in our lives. And whether it's the practicality of the rain hitting the earth and watering the garden and doing all those things that it needs to do, or it's the rain that we feel in our own lives. There are times in our life we feel things are pouring down on us. Our lives feel dark and dreary. They feel lonely and you feel isolated. And you know, in all of that, my husband said to all of us that were at the table, I had to give thanks to the Lord. And as he's saying that, we looked outside the door and all of a sudden it became bright and sunny. And our spirits, you know, you always feel uplifted. And my husband said, look at that. He said, you know, our first thing is to always thank the Lord. Thank you for that sunshine. Thank you for that fresh air. Thank you for the beautiful warm weather or whatever, you know, whatever the weather is that you enjoy, you thank the Lord for that. And then when there's the opposite, oh, well, you know, I don't know why the Lord made it rain and we get all annoyed and and we look at those circumstances as this is a bad thing, you know, because I don't like it. It's a bad thing. But the Lord said to give thanks in all circumstances. And I just, again, I go back to the simplicity and the things that the Lord is teaching me this year. And sometimes it's those precious Bible verses that it's just a one verse nugget to hold on to. And in everything, give thanks in all circumstances. Whether you've dealt with a virus or you've dealt with another situation in life, my husband has said is the simplest thing that I don't like the weather today, but I had to give thanks for it. And he said, you know, the Lord didn't need to give me another day. He said, the Lord did not need to give me new mercies today. The Lord didn't need to do all this, but he did. He chose me to live another day for another purpose. And my husband said he was even reminded, like I always say, the Lord has already gotten through today. He's beyond today. He's been through this and he's even further ahead than this. He's in eternity. But the Lord has gone before us and he's made a way for us. You know, what a comforting thought when you think about you have to get through things. You know, when you think about when, when the Israelites came across the Red Sea, and to see a, a sea, there's this body of water. And and just like things in our life, you see this thing in front of you and you're like, there's no way I can get through it. And there's no way I can get around it. 
But we have to remember the Lord is already on the other side. And he's going to get us through this. And just like the parting of the Red Sea, and he made a way for this to open. Just as if he made that way, he took their hand and he crossed them across that Red Sea. He was on the other side. I didn't forget about you. You just need to do what I tell you to do. And the Lord parted that sea. And just like those things in our own life, he's going to part them. He's going to allow there to be a pathway for us to travel through to get to the other side where he is waiting for us. As he's waiting for us on this side, he's right next to us pulling us through it as well. Do we like all these things we go through? Absolutely not. Do I have to like them? No. The Lord doesn't say jump joyfully in everything that you do. It says in everything you do in all circumstances to give thanks. We need to give thanks to the Lord for the good, bad, and the ugly. There are things in our lives we don't like. But it's not a matter of do we like them or not. It's a matter of fact that these things are happening. But what does the Lord tell us to do? He tells us to give thanks. I think so many things I've learned this year. I've been trying to keep a journal on the things that God has been teaching me. And one of the things that just the past a couple of weeks where I had to stay home and I had to learn to be more thankful for things. And, and being forced to stay home was not something I've ever experienced before. And being forced to stay home and, and not having a choice. It wasn't like I went on vacation. I didn't have a, a, an option to do this and I needed to stay home. But you know what? It was hard for me to get up in the morning with not having to take a shower, get dressed, put my makeup on and do what I needed to do to leave the house to go to work or to go to an event or go to something I needed to do. It was I found it harder day after day after day to wake up in the morning cheerfully, to give thanks for the day, whatever it might bring, to go and take that shower and to get my hair done and put my makeup on and to just be whatever Lynn is normally, I found it very difficult to do the norm. But I found myself realizing how many other people are out there that are in permanent situations that I'm not in, that have to find a way to get up in the morning. They have to find a way to take a shower and a way to get dressed. And I think of people that are on disability, or I think of people in certain circumstances, they don't have choices in that. But you know what? For me, for those couple of weeks, I had to learn to give thanks. And I had to learn how to have joy. You know, there are so many things that we have in our lives that we take for granted that bring us joy. You know, you get a raise, you get a paycheck, you're excited. Ooh, I got a paycheck. People give us gifts. We have holidays that we celebrate. We have family that we're with. We go to a birthday celebration. We go to church and there's an event there. You come to America's Keswick and you celebrate at one of the events that we're having. We have all kinds of Christmas celebrations coming up at Keswick. We're going to be singing Christmas carols and we've done that at the hymn sings and we have other things up and coming with our Christmas dinner concert and just so many other things. There's so many things to be thankful for. And these things bring us joy and they put a smile on our face and we get excited. And oh, of course I can thank the Lord for those things. But then again, we have those one moments where it's raining outside and we're ready to throw in the towel and give it all up. And I'm, I can't be happy anymore. It's not what the Bible says. In all circumstances, we need to give thanks. I don't know if that's made any sense to you. You know, 
Finding joy is not an easy thing to always do. Some people find it easier than others and some people really struggle. And being content is not an easy thing. Some people are content and some people aren't. But I can tell you the Bible does say this, in all circumstances, give thanks. And the more that I give thanks back to the Lord and the more that I thank him for the things the things I like and the things I don't like. The things that I like when I thank him for those, it's not that I like them more, but I learn to appreciate them more. And the things that I don't like that I thank him for, I don't become to like them, but I learn to like what I've learned through them. Does that make sense? I have learned to enjoy that when after I've gone through it or while I'm going through it, I can see what God is trying to teach me. So I don't know if that makes sense to you. I hope it does. I hope you will be encouraged to know that there's always hope in everything that we do as long as we turn it back over to the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to go back to Thessalonians. I want you to look up that Bible verse in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In all circumstances, in all, it doesn't say well, the first 10 things that I'm going to tell you today, you can be thankful for and the rest you can leave aside. It doesn't say, okay, out of the 10 things that are going to happen to you today, pick your three favorites and that's all you have to be thankful for. The Lord says in all things, be thankful. I think, you know what? The Lord, he's gone before us. He gave us his scripture. And when we open the scripture and we obey what the scripture says, we will fall in line what he wants. And the more things that we turn back to him with a grateful and a thankful heart, I find myself being filled with joy. I find myself being filled with contentment. I find myself being filled with hope. And all of those things, when I'm thankful, it's a simple thing. It's not a matter of just saying, well, thank you. Not with that attitude. It's a matter going to... Uh, <laughs> gonna, I have to enunciate here a little bit better. It's a matter of the heart. Your heart has to be thankful, not just off your lips. Put that heart factor in that, and you really have to have a true heart. And if your heart is not thankful, you know, there are times in my life where, like, I can say, Lord, I just cannot be thankful. I just have nothing to be thankful for. At least I started in prayer about that and just didn't hide in the corner and grape and complain. But when I talk to him about it, that gives him an opportunity to say, okay, Lynn, you can't be thankful. Let's, let's work on that together. Let's work on that together and let me help you. You know, when I accepted the Lord, the Holy Spirit is living inside of me. And once he's come inside of me, he's there to help teach me and to help me learn different things and, and to help me di to direct me and to guide me. So when I start talking to the Lord, that Lord, I really don't have anything to think, think about, to to be excited about, to be thankful about. That's when the Holy Spirit can start prompting me and saying, did you look over there today and notice how you could be thankful for that? And how about that over there? And what about this? And how about that yesterday? And how about that last week? And then all of a sudden the Lord starts prompting me with all these different thoughts of things that I can be thankful for. So I wanna leave you with that today. I wanna leave you with a challenge. Tis the season right now. We just came out of Thanksgiving. We're entering the holiday season for Christmas. What a time to be thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ and his birth. What a thank time to be thankful for not only his birth, but his ministry here on the earth and the example that was to us. 
What an opportunity and a time to be thankful for his birth, his ministry, and his crucifixion. What a time for his birth, his ministry, his crucifixion, and then his resurrection. Up from the grave he arose. He died on the cross for you and me that we can spend eternity with him. If you have nothing else to be thankful for, thank him for your eternal security if you've accepted him as your personal savior. And then go back and challenge yourself in everything. Give thanks. Thank you so much for coming over today and spending time with me on this podcast. I'm glad you're here. Please leave me a comment below. I love hearing from you all. Don't forget to check out some of the great events we have going on at America's Keswick this week. Check them out on our website. We've got some great holiday festivities you don't want to miss being a part of. And we will catch you next week on the next podcast.